Welcome back to Discover Bright Life, a podcast sharing stories of how to overcome loneliness. This time, we hear from the men, like Eddie. Health got me, but this place has been bigger saviour for me than anything. Ian. It'd have to be something quite special to take the place of what we've got here. And Steve. There's one or two said that this place has saved their life. And, and that's quite a statement, that. Marking International Older Persons Day 2019, we prove that there is life after retirement. Death is inevitable. However, don't wait for death to come. He's going to come anyway. Just enjoy your life and forget he's there. Championed by AUK Cheshire, supported by Bright Life Cheshire, we visit the Men and Sheds Project in Hartford and Winsford. We've got chaps here who have spent 50 years as cabinet makers, model railway enthusiasts, you've got former police officers. We believe it's time to celebrate the older generations, not ignore them. At a point I just turned around and realised that all these guys are, are not the people I work with necessarily, they're, they're my friends. And we believe in challenging loneliness, because sometimes the best medicine is a good laugh in friendly company. First up, Steve, one of the characters you're likely to meet in the Hartford Shed. I've been a, been a bit of a rebel. I didn't like school, didn't revise. Uh, I didn't think it was, I thought it was a waste of time. I left school to play football. I was playing professional football until injury, and then I had to go and do a proper job. But there was a period of three years after being told if I carry on playing football, you'll end up in a wheelchair. That was the end of my world. It's like they say about the 60s, which was it was in the 60s, actually. If you can remember it, you wasn't there. I think part of my life uh, at that period, uh, I wasn't there, you know. <laughs> so, um, but I can't remember it, really. But I know that there was things that was happening that, that, that shouldn't have been. From then, I met a girl who was at work. I worked at the same place. In fact, we ran away to get married, so nobody knew. The first few months, um, we had nowhere to live, and my life changed. Uh, she looked after me, um, and we, uh, we had 27 good years together. He spent years travelling and working in sales, the latter years in management, and it's fair to say he's lived up to his rebellious nature. In my working life, I've always been the one who seems to get into trouble for one reason or another, perhaps because of being quite opinionated at times. I don't like it when you've got a boss over you that thinks is the best thing since sliced bread and you know he's an idiot. And I've walked out of a number of companies in, in my time. In being a rebel, you tend to have other attributes that help every, everything that's going on around you. You know, I now have a, a seven-day, 52 weeks of the year weekend. You know, I do what I want, when I want. And the beauty of this, you're actually here working and therefore feeding your brain, you, you're feeding your body. You wonder why he ever had time to go to work. And how he found out about Men in Sheds 
was something that happened by chance. This room, in actual fact, was the reason I came to the shed in the first place. I'd finished work, I'd had a heart attack when I was 57, and this chappy comes along. Oh, he said, you'd be ideal. It'd be great for you if you went to Men in Sheds. I said, what's Men in Sheds? So he said, oh, it's a place where we, you know, we all go and uh, have a good time, like we make things, and we're planning to uh, make a, a model railway. So I said, oh, that'd be interesting. So I said, right, I said, I'll come along, and that's how I started. The other guy who built this with me was a, a guy called Bob. We had different of opinions of how to plan it and do it, so we ended up by saying, right, you do all the track work and the electrics, and I'll do all the scenery. This is his Class 37 diesel, named Peter J. Hayes. Yeah, P Peter died and he always wanted um, this from the local shop and never got round to it. So it's Peter J. Hayes. That's in his memory. This is a, a Virgin Intercity. And normally the two drive coaches uh, are named. This one's called Maiden Voyager and this one is called Lady in Red. And if you ever go on a Virgin train, just have a look what the uh, what the names are. You might have to ride on it. Yeah. In some funny way, we all blend together. We come in in the morning. Uh, we sit down. We have a tea and biscuits. Uh, some stay in the canteen uh, or the Bijou restaurant, as we call it. And in the early days when I started, there was a, a chappy that uh, I was talking to. He said, right, well, I'll have to go now. I'm, I'm going to get the bus home. So he said, oh, he said, where do you live? I said, well, just straight down Chester Road, you know, in Castle. Oh, he said, I can give you a lift. He said, I said, no, it's all right. I don't want to trouble you. He says, no, no, he said, it'll be, be a pleasure to give you a lift. I said, somebody to talk to. So I got in the car with him and he said, uh, this is the worst journey I ever have in my life now, he said. So I said, oh, why is that? And he said, well, last year, he said, I lost my wife. He said, and I know that driving alone now, uh, go, go into the house, he said, when I open the door, it's like a black hole. There's no, no aromas of food or anything like that. He said, everything that, that happens in that house now, I have to do myself and that that sort of struck a note with me and I thought yes and that's why he comes to Men in Sheds. Connection is at the heart of the projects Bright Life chooses to support. In fact according to the Men in Sheds Association research shows attending a group like this has seen an 89% decrease in depression and 24-fold reduction in loneliness with more than half saying they'd found a renewed sense of purpose. I say it's like a youth club for old fogies. It's somewhere that um, they come here for some company and some camaraderie. And you, you can visibly see, within weeks, they, they change to the different people. And, and there's one or two said that 
this place has saved a life and, and that's that's quite a statement that and it makes you look at life and think well I'm still here to get make the best of it you can and and this place really does help you to do that Steve's now a volunteer in Hartford not just a participant and over the years he's forged many new friendships I, I call most of them friends um, but the first one was uh, Bob who Bob and I built this railway um, and we're still friends now although he doesn't come anymore um, he has other ideas and things um, but I st I, we still see each other he'll come on the market if I'm helping my friend I'll go round to his house he comes round to mine um, so it's a friendship that's uh, you know de developed here and, and just continues we have a guy who comes and we call him Pugwash now Pugwash is uh, he's old, he's cantankerous he'll call anybody and <laughs> quite, quite a character uh, he used to be in the, the navy and then the merchant navy and he, he still wears his, his cap so that, that's one of them we've got Stuart looks like Lurch and sounds like him uh, we have pet names as well for people well, I can't tell you most of them because of the, the names are not very, uh, uh, well, they're not very pleasant. <laughs> Nothing for radio. Um, there's very few people who have fell out. Well, it's, um, it's tongue-in-cheek, but it works. Probably a mix that in normal life you would never get. Uh, but here, it doesn't matter who you are, what you are what skills you have or may not have uh, we're all there together and we're here for one purpose and that's friendship having something to do and, and you know kill loneliness and it works I surprised him the other day I bought a picture in the Northwich art trail and I was just doing that when he walked in what are you doing here <laughs> so I held the door open for the elderly gentleman that's what I did, didn't I, Robbie? Yeah. I held the door open for the elderly yeah. gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Why, you're a customer. <laughs> well, we, we don't, we, we're quite open about issues we have with health. And we talk about it. I mean, I, I could probably name, I won't do, I could probably name four who've had prostate cancer uh, and have been going through the treatment. Um, some have had chemotherapy. Uh, some have had mental issues uh, and and we talk about it and we help them and if anybody uh, stops coming for a few weeks and we think well where are they and you know we'll, we'll try and contact them and say look what's the matter I'm one of the lucky ones here as I say I, I had a heart attack uh, when I was 57 um, since then I've not really had any problems, apart from uh, occasionally, if, if you overexert yourself, um, you tend to, you know, tire quite easily. So what is it that Steve thinks is so special about the sheds? It's nice to know that if you want to talk to somebody, you've got people of, of, of similar dispositions who you can talk to. And... You know, uh, many a time uh, I've actually come into this room and, and spoke to people and said, look, what, you know, tell me, talk to me, tell me. I said, I'm not going to say anything. I said, nobody else will find out if you don't want them to. And 
it helps to get things off your chest and and talk it's just a closeness that, that you get and and men are not very good normally at being close but when they come in here and see other people opening up um it they open up because they know it's it's an environment that is acceptable and it doesn't matter what you've got what illness or whatever people openly talk about it you never know will i be in that position in the future and it gives you a bit of an insight of what they're going through and what to expect if it happens to you In the next few episodes, we'll meet Eddie, Ian, Gus and Neil to find out what the project means to them. But when it comes to learning lessons about life, reflecting back on what has been and is to come, no surprises that Steve the Rebel has an opinion on the matter. The one regret I've had was not going into the Merchant Navy and that was due to a girlfriend I had. Passed everything, medical and interviews to get into the Merchant Navy. The, the floods came about, you know, crying and I, I don't know, well, I'll miss you. I said, no, I can't live like that, she said. So I said, well, you'll have to live without me. Um, anyway, that didn't happen because <laughs> I, I missed the opportunity to go into the Merchant Navy. And three about three months it was after that we split up for good. So that was my one regret. Uh, everything else, I, I never look back. I look forward. And like here, you know, I never think about what's going to happen towards the end of my life. I think about this is here now. And I live, I live for the day. And that's all you can do. It's, it's, it's not a practice run life, is it? It's, um, it's, it's real. And make the best of it. Every day. Think about it as your last day, so I've got to have a good time. You've been listening to Discover Bright Life, a series created by me, Claire Freeman, from a small Furry Bear Productions on behalf of Bright Life Cheshire. For more about the Sheds and other projects supported by Bright Life, visit brightlifecheshire.org.uk.